right or wrong, and I'm leaning a bit toward wrong, if we read this in the context of the 21st century, this is a like, I'm a come up rap, right? Hi friends, this is Under God. I'm Jackie Newsom. And I'm Isaiah Lewis. And we're two outsiders who are coming together to question the text and build community. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Okay, Psalm 23, let's do it. It says a Psalm of David, which that wouldn't have been there in the original, right? Um, It's sort of like the type of song it is. Okay. So it's like- um, Love ballad versus trap track. Yeah, I mean, basically. <laughs> it's like, yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> no, no, I think I- I'm trying to I'm trying to remember whether or not it's a genre thing because what you're talking about is like a genre thing yeah right and I don't think it's necessarily a genre thing it's more like what's the what's the music that accompanied it okay I think okay although the songs of the ascents are those have to do with when they're sung so I don't know. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, all right, eventually I'm going to actually read the scripture. Uh, so there's a lot of he's in here. I am committed to changing them, but then I'm afraid that like people won't recognize the scripture. So I'm not going to change it only for the sake of helping people like not feel confused. But please, please know, listeners, that I'm not with all this he in this text. Okay. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He lets me rest in grassy meadows. He leads me to restful waters. He keeps me alive. He guides me in proper paths for the sake of his good name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley. I fear no danger because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they protect me. You set a table for me right in front of my enemies. You bathe my head in oil. My cup is so full it spills over. Yes, goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the Lord's house as long as I live. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I'm going to read the King James Version. It may get cut, it may not, but it's the version that I'm most familiar with. Um, yeah, I, I kind of hoped that you would. I mean, the CB huh? is great. Yeah, like the CB is great. It's accessible. But the poetry of the King James, like, this, is, this is one you don't want to miss. Yeah, here we go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I just, I want to preach now. I just want to preach now. And I'm thinking about all of the rap songs that have something about the valley of the shadow of death in them. I'm thinking about DMX. I'm thinking about how, how literally I feel like hip hop's prayer right now is surely goodness and mercy shall follow him. Right. I'm thinking about all of these notions of hope and redemption from, from enslaved persons to people who are swept up in the criminal legal system um, to, to people like Jacob Blake who are permanently paralyzed because of police terrorism, having to continue to function in, on, you know, on this side of glory, if you will, thinking about people like, oh my God, like Dante Wright and what, what, you know, what prayer are his parents praying? Um, what hope are they leaned on? Um, Whew, this is it. And it's and there's something about there's something about the King James. And we can talk about why why this translation is problematic, but baby, this is this is the classic language here. Um six verses. This is this scripture is one that we were forced to memorize. I think I was in somewhere between third and fifth grade, Miss Giles Sunday school class, shout out to Miss Giles. And we had to memorize it. This version, we had to memorize it. Like it's a staple. And when I pray and I, and there's nothing else to pray, it's like, God, you promised good, goodness and mercy would follow. You promised that I, I didn't have to fear evil. You promised that you would lead me. Woo. Yeah, so we're going to, so it looks like team, we're going to be reflecting on both and maybe more so the King James version for today in light of its sort of classic, um, classic allure, classic, I don't know, attractiveness, tradition, because we're suckers for tradition. Here at Under God, yeah. we are such suckers in tradition. Um, yeah, but yeah. So we'll take a moment and, and jump into words and phrases. Your uh thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Mm. Anointest my head with oil. Surely. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Valley of the shadow of death. Mm-hmm. I shall not want. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. My cup runneth over. Paths of righteousness. Oh, the plural there? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, that's good. I fear no evil. Mm. I mean, I, I kind of think we're just repeating all of it, but that's because it's really good. Um, and what that's what we do. <laughs> also that. Basically, y'all know we just gonna repeat the whole thing. So but yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. Like you said, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? Um, I'm actually looking at the CEB. It says, you set a table for me right in front of my enemies. It's like, thou preparest a table in front of my... Or is it thou preparest a table or thou preparest a banquet? For the King James, it's thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I like that in the presence of my enemies. Well, now I'm going to do a side to side comparison. It wasn't a comparison. I was just trying to remember it. Oh. Um, I think so talented. I mean, it would be if I could remember it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there are some definite differences between the two. Mm -hmm. Goodness and faithful love. Is that is that what mercy means? Mercy is a little deeper to me than just faithful love. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's, maybe that's right. Okay. I like mercy better too. I like this though. I like this will pursue me because that's more like not just follow behind like kind of be there dragging its feet but it's like i'm checking for you boo yeah the actually so the thing that was most helpful that i read for for today was from uh the one the only joel lamont um <laughs> yeah <he's, laughs> these perfect cameras should be paying us because the amount <laughs> <of their time. laughs> yes please tell yeah. us what joel lamont teaches yeah, uh, one of the things he said was that pursue is a much better word to use um, than follow because it is, uh, it's active. It's like, um, and pursue is usually the word that is used for enemies. Enemies pers pursue you to like overtake you and beat you up and stuff. And this is like, God is pursuing you. Um, and the the yes is actually instead of surely um or what is translated to yes in the cb is actually like only so like only goodness and mercy Ooh. will pursue me so like the enemies actually are not going to be the ones pursuing me it's it's only goodness and mercy um so i thought that was pretty cool oh you, you come on and get get this heck together <laughs> only only goodness yeah. and mercy will pursue me that's it yeah that's all that that's all that's gonna be checking for me is goodness and mercy oh <sighs> i'm tired i'm done this is it that's <laughs> oh god because that's like to me that's not insignificant like that's not that is that is saying something different in an important way that's a different sort of promise. That's a different sort of hope. That's a different sort of faith. Yeah. Like that's sure. Cause I take surely to be synonymous with certainly, 
which still is not the same as only. Right. Certainly is, is good. It's definitely better than like, yes. <laughs> yes is weak. <laughs> I'm not here for yes. But only is like, whew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing that um, Joel Lamont was saying that I thought was interesting he said a couple of things. One is that, like, we always kind of get stuck on the, like, uh, he leads me to restful waters. But it's like, this is actually a pretty active psalm. Like, this is like, they're traveling. This, this psalmist is moving through the, like, yeah, you can rest in meadows and, you know, be next to the still waters. But, like, you're also going through the valley of the shadow of death like you're moving Mm. you're on the move you're not just like in one place like the paths of righteousness like the word there for path is like the same word is that's used this is kind of funny to me it's the same word that's used for like the ruts that like cows make when they're plowing (laughs) oh so like so the paths of righteousness are like these grooves of, of like basically like well-worn habits basically of righteousness that you're that God is leading you into like what I would kind of think of is almost to mix metaphors here as like the um the following in the lives of the saints like mm-hmm, like the, mm-hmm. the paths of righteousness are like well-worn and you can like travel deep in them Oh my God. Okay. So this is what you're going to do to me today. This is what we're going to do tonight. All right, Isaiah. That's fine. (laughs) I mean, it's not me. It's Joel Lamont. (laughs) (laughs) That no, but your, did he, did he produce the metaphor? No. Okay. Then thank you. Um, (laughs) Because that, I mean, in the moment that I'm in right with (laughs) this trial happening and certainly my, my abolitionists, ethic and the murder of Dante Wright and apparently this Adam Toledo this 13 year old who was just murdered by the police um don't have details because we're recording and I didn't see this before we started but when you think about I feel like so much of what faith leaders so much of what I'm asking in this moment is what is the righteous path and this psalm is saying the righteous path is worn. The righteous path is has has been made by the steps of your ancestors. Mm-hmm. The righteous path was walked by Harriet Tubman and Sojourner Truth and Prathia Hall, you know, and Credit Scott King and Betty Shabazz and, you know, like to use the, you know, the animal imagery is maybe not clean or pretty Mm -hmm. because it's worn and it's deep and you could, you step wrong, you mess around and break your ankle, (laughs) right? (laughs) But it's there. And like, that's doing something for me. That's doing something for me in this moment to say, to say that, that this is active movement and that, and that 
this psalm ends with with the promise of the goodness that we want to hear. But if we're actively maneuvering, right? If we're actively going, yeah, you'll see green pastures and yeah, you'll see restful waters. And yeah, but I also need to remind you that I'm going to be with you because there are going to be valleys. Mm -hmm. And I like the valley of the shadow of death more than um, darkest, right? That the CV Mm -hmm. does. Because the valley of the shadow of death can look like a whole lot of money and a Mm -hmm. whole lot of gold, right? Or a whole whole lot of shimmery or a whole, you know what I mean? Like, but, but, but there's going to be, yeah, even, even when I walk through, if that translation is right, that's, that's also almost a promise, right? Mm -hmm. Even, even when I walk through is, um, is assuming that there's going to be a time where we do. I don't have to be afraid. I don't know what. That's consistent across all the stuff I read. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have to be afraid. I won't fear danger. I won't fear evil. And I like, I like that. I like danger over evil because evil, I think, makes us think of a, I think of a person. I think I'm, I'm trying to learn how to understand evil as like white supremacy, right? Name things like that as evil, evil structures as evil. Um, structures is, but you know, structures are also dangerous. Like I don't have to fear it because I'm not alone. Hmm. What is the rod and thy rod and thy staff? Cause that could be, because you know, people are like spare the rod, spoil the child. Like that seems punitive. What, what's happening there? I mean, that's what the shepherd uses to fight off wolves <laughs> and fight off you know, other other creatures that are there to harm the sheep. I mean, they are in some ways weapons, but they're being used to, yeah, they're... Um, Shield and protect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll fear no evil. Man, I wonder what it would be like to, to believe that. Because <laughs> I don't right now, right? That's why I'm so... Please, God, please, God, do something, right? Because we are once again. It was like, how many how many weeks ago did, did the domestic terrorists kill all those women in Georgia? Like, it was just down the street ago. Like, yeah. And once again, white supremacist-centered state-sanctioned violence, unchecked unhinged people triggered people traumatized people afraid oh how i wish i believed that i didn't need to fear the evil of white supremacy because because god was with me because god was going to protect me oh how i wish i believed i guess i do a little bit i have a little bit of right because i'm a little bit functional but what about, oh, I could just go down the list, right? About, about children, about children alone, mm-hmm. who it feels God didn't protect. Mm-hmm. The girls in the church bombing and the, and the mm-hmm. boys who were outside. Mm-hmm. Emmett Till. Mm-hmm. Tamir Rice. Now Adam Toledo. I mean, like, 
I'm not even at people over 18. Mm -hmm. But you once told me Psalms are more like statements of faith, not necessarily statements of fact. Yeah. And that helps me because if this is what I want to be true. You know, somebody also, another person that I was reading suggested, like, usually the way psalms work, well, meant psalms, they have distinct parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and they usually end with uh, an assertion of, of faith mm-hmm. in God and a praise in God. And Psalm 22 doesn't have any of that. Psalm 22 is, you know, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Right? So that's what Jesus is crying out on the cross. And like Psalm 22 doesn't end in any type of, but I trust you, God, or, you know, thank you or anything like that. And so like one person I read was saying maybe Psalm 23 is the Thanksgiving or the the part that is that is speaking to Psalm 22. Mm-hmm. Like another place you can end up. Yeah. On the journey. Would you be interested in if I read Psalm 22? Um, yes, actually. Okay. Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you left me all alone? Why are you so far from saving me? So far from my anguished groans? My God, I cry out during the day, but you don't answer. Even at nighttime, I don't stop. You are the Holy One enthroned. You are Israel's praise. Our ancestors trusted you. They trusted you and you rescued them. They cried out to you and they were saved. They trusted you and they weren't ashamed. But I'm just a worm, less than human, insulted by one person, despised by another. All who see me make fun of me. They gape, shaking their heads. He committed himself to the Lord, so let God rescue him. Let God deliver him because God likes him so much. But you are the one who pulled me from the womb, placing me safely at my mother's breasts. I was thrown on you from birth. You've been my God since I was in my mother's womb. Please don't be far from me because trouble is near and there's no one to help. Many bulls surround me. Mighty bulls from Bashan encircle me. They open their mouths at me like a lion ripping and roaring. I'm poured out like water. All my bones have fallen apart. My heart is like wax. It melts inside me. My strength is dried up like a piece of broken pottery. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You set me down in the dirt of death. Dogs surround me. A pack of evil people circle me like a lion. Oh, my poor hands and feet. I can count all my bones. Meanwhile, they just stare at me, watching me. They divvy up my garments among themselves. They cast lots for my clothes. But you, Lord, don't be far away. You are my strength. Come quick and help me. Deliver me from the sword. Deliver my life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion, from the horns of the wild oxen. You have answered me. 
I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you to the very center of the congregation. All of you who revere the Lord, praise him. All of you who are Jacob's descendants, honor him. And all of you who are all Israel's offspring stand in awe of him because he didn't despise or detest the suffering of the ones who suffered. He didn't hide his face from me. No, he listened when I cried out to him for help. I offer praise in the great congregation because of you. I will fill my promises in the, the presence of those who honor God. Let all who are suffering eat and be full. Let all who seeks the Lord praise him. I pray your hearts live forever. Every part of the earth will remember and come back to the Lord. Every family among all the nations will worship you because the right to rule belongs to the Lord. He rules all nations. Indeed, all the earth's powerful will worship him. All who are descending to the dust will kneel before him. My being also lives for him. Future descendants will serve him. Generations to come will be told about my Lord. They will proclaim God's righteousness to those not yet born, telling them what God has done. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Yeah, I feel like it was, it is certainly not as cheery and hopeful as Psalm 23. Nope. Like, but if, I think if we remember that there was no separation, right? Like originally it's, it's not chopped up, then, then it makes sense because then it's, it's a, then the top of Psalm 22 and the bottom of Psalm 23 are really one thing yeah where it's like finally we get to <laughs> this sort of praise or the hope you know because mm -hmm. because the psalmist comes out of the gate 22 is hot fire mm -hmm. right like <laughs> that's some realness so I think it's I, I agree with you. It, it was like a bit more, I don't know, maybe some like, it was a journey, right? Some like gritting your teeth, positively, positivity. But if we remember, <laughs> but if we remember that all of this is really being read together, then it makes sense. And really they just cut it off too early or too late, if you will. You know what I mean? Like they could have mm -hmm. cut it such that Psalm 22 was just lament. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I kind of like Psalm 22 better. <laughs> um, what I like about it is that it is so direct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not that Psalm 23 is not direct. Psalm 23 is is beautiful. And I also really like, you know, you set a table for me in the presence of my enemies, right? Like it doesn't deny that there are enemies. Mm -hmm. um, it just says there's enough, there's abundance. It'll be right there, whether they want you to have it or not. Um, and so I really, I really love that. Um, there isn't a denial that there is evil or danger um, we know that those are real. There's no denying that those are real. Um, 
but God still has paths for you to follow. All of that is beautiful. But there's also something really beautiful about being able to say to God, like, all my bones have fallen apart. My heart is like wax. It melts inside me. My strength is dried up. Like to be able to just say that and to not to not immediately rush to everything's okay. Away. God's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's why it's a little bit jarring that we do end up towards the end with like and all you who are, who are all Israel's offspring stand in awe of him. You know, we end up in that place and I think it's too soon. <laughs> yeah, we can get there. But like having that space to just say it like it is, like this is what's happening to me. I think that there's real beauty in that and being able to sing that and that be just as much a word to God and a word of scripture right like this that is as holy as psalm 23 that is as sacred a thing to sing as psalm 23 and i'm grateful for that i think oh sacred a thing to sing that for me did something more than just we're allowed to say it certainly more than we're allowed to think it, than just we're allowed to think it <laughs> because it's a whole nother level Part of me wants to call it a whole nother level of petty, but that's <laughs> probably not accurate. But it's a whole nother level when you're like singing it. Like it's one thing to be like, you know what, God, you're on my nerves. It's another thing to be like, Jesus, you on my nerves, Lord. Like because <laughs> <laughs> these are songs. Mm-hmm. These are hymns. These are, I mean, that's that's I I mean. I I hope that our listeners know at this point, I certainly agree with you and agree that there is value in lament. And one of our classmates, Abby Norman, just wrote a book, I think about, it's like something like, yes, you can talk to God like that about lament and the value of lament. Um, And so critical. And I think, I think something that perhaps makes us outsiders is that continued acknowledgement. Cause I don't have the capacity to play pretend with myself or with others or with God about how I feel about God. Mm -hmm. And it is so freeing to be like, look, this is trash. And I like your point about it feels too soon to get to like, and the Lord is my shepherd. I'll never lack for anything. It's like, can we, can we just have 20, 22 and a half be blank? Like we need, we need a pause. It is not the case that we always or ever quickly, quickly come out of lament. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And, and I think just as much as Psalm 23 for me is beautiful because it makes me feel good and I want to feel it and I want to believe it. And it brings back all of this lovely like church tradition and There's so many nuggets in it, especially the ones that you brought out that make it so valuable and beautiful. In the same way, that's good news. Engaging and incorporating Psalm 23 is good news. Because you can have both. Psalm 22? Psalm 22, I'm sorry. Yeah, because you can have both. We got to stop giving out these twofers for free. Like, (laughs) y'all getting two, two scriptures for the price of one. Like, 
But that's so critical. And all of this is good news. Mm-hmm. If you can find joy in Psalm 23, that's good news. And if you can and if you can see yourself or identify with Psalm 22, that's good news. Because in both times we're singing to God. Mm-hmm. And both times God hears. Mm-hmm. Isaiah, you better teach today. <laughs> you better teach today, Doc. I see, I see why the microphone didn't want to work for you. <laughs> my microphone i was trying so hard to get to hear you like i just i i was so mad <laughs> like, i don't know what you're saying you had the juice you had the juice that was it shout out thank you thank you joe Lamon. <laughs> yeah well so one more thing one more thing from from dr Lamon um that i really liked um so i guess in the king james it's and i i will dwell in the house of the lord forever in the ceb it's i will live in the lord's house as long as i live but i'm trying to remember this correctly um it's something to the effect of the length of my days but the way that the verb that's being used is like sort of a weird one apparently and it's like the word return the way that the word return is being used like Lamont argues means it's like iterative so it's like coming back again and again to the lord's house so like coming back again and again into god's presence as again it's this like movement so it's not just like i'm gonna stay here but I'm going to, I'm going to come back. I like that there's a, a movement to that because I think it's more honest that it's not just that you're going to dwell in the house of the Lord and you're just going to like be chilling and it's, everything's fine. It's all peaceful in there. It's quiet. You know, you're not in the room next to the ice maker. So everything is okay. <laughs> right. But it's that you come back um, that at some point you feel like you're not, you're not in God's presence, but you're you're drawn back you're pursued by god and you're you're brought back again and again and i like that why maybe because it just speaks to my experience more i've had moments where i felt really 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 like in the presence of god um and i have had a lot of times where i have not and this idea this imagery of god pursuing me with goodness and mercy and bringing me back over and over again means that there's something relentless about god's love um that isn't static that isn't i don't know what i'm trying to say i think you're saying it i think what's it's god's goodness and mercy that's going to pursue us and if, if God keeps pursuing us and we keep coming back and God keeps pursuing us and we keep coming back, then God doesn't give up on us. Yeah. And also it's, it's understood that there are going to be moments where we need to be pursued. Yeah. And so for me, there's, there's sometimes people have theologies about what God isn't going to do, Right. And how God isn't going to keep doing this or how God isn't going to keep doing that or how you need to, 
you need to come back to God and you need to turn from your ways and you need to blah, blah, blah. And what I like here is mm, God's going to pursue you. Mm-hmm. Y'all are in relationship. It's going to be a thing. Yeah. Relationship. There's a relationship there. That's also good news. Because if you really, if you really aren't feeling Psalm 23, then it's like, cool. Right? Like, basically, it's like, cool. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. Yeah. And maybe Psalm 22 is where, where you're at right now. And like, yeah. And maybe, um, you know, maybe not. Maybe there's a completely different Psalm that, that's gonna gonna say what you need it to say i know some people grow up and they hear psalms a lot i did not um i didn't know anything about the psalms really until i went to seminary and i think the thing that i really there are some really beautiful ones but i think the ones that that connect with me the most are the ones that are are talking about anger and fear and save me and why aren't you saving me (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like and you know that was dr lamont's big thing is like there are more ways to pray than just thank you yeah um can you imagine like christian music that was like like fuck you god (laughs) (laughs) i'm so mad right now (laughs) yeah yeah seriously everything is trash (laughs) Uh, i can't believe that you're letting this happen yeah uh if we had contemporary christian music that was like honest i really think that we would like if we had like modern day psalms that were like that that were that were honest and maybe in some ways like you were saying there are all of these songs that you know that are you know using the 23rd psalm like there are people who are already doing that maybe we have that and i'm not looking in the right place maybe that's what it is it's not it's certainly not contemporary christian music by label right Mm -hmm. people talk about it people rap about it people's poetry people's people's love songs people's you know because it's life but mm-hmm. the minute you like try to directly put that on god people are like Mm-mm. but you're right you're right if we took seriously the the, the lament and for example rap songs instead of being like you guys are condoning violence mm-hmm. what a what a different what a different world we'd have Right. If we just decided to reframe and listen differently. Mm-hmm. Because right or wrong, and I'm leaning a bit toward wrong, if we read this in the context of the 21st century, this is this is a like I'ma come up rap, right? It's like I'ma lie down in green pastures, I'm gonna be beside still waters, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have so much that my cup is gonna overflow. I'm gonna be in front of the haters and they can't touch me. Yep, I go through some bad times, but ah, untouchable. 
<laughs> because, you know, the Glock got me instead of the rod, right? Mm -hmm. And only good things are going to be around me? What's the difference? Mm -hmm. What are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking about um, Chance the Rapper's songs, uh, Blessings. Mm -hmm. And I wish that we could, like, play it and like analyze it and talk about it in the context of this episode um but we have to pay him for that yeah we have to pay him so much i don't know that even if we wanted to we would have the time in an episode to read the lyrics but you should listeners feel free to pull up the blessings lyrics why did this fall into your spirit did you know uh juba from candler played from candler yeah yeah we were in con Ed one together so we were at the Gateway Center, which is a uh, transitional housing, we were student chaplains together and we planned um, worship services every week. Uh, we rotated and somebody else, somebody would lead a worship service um, and pick the music and everything like that. And this was a song that um, Juba selected for worship one night. And Ever since then, I've heard it as a worship song. Mm. Um, that and Jesus Walks, because he did. Mm -hmm. uh, that wasn't in worship service, but he played it for, we had a similar kind of setup for our class, the classroom portion of, of Con Ed 1. But also this song in particular just reads like a psalm. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I don't think it's, necessarily a psalm 23 analog but i think that it's definitely a thanksgiving song mm -hmm. man if this i feel like this would be better if i had a specific psalm that i could compare it to but um, it, i think this is an opportunity perhaps for listeners to explore the you know other psalms like because it does read it it flows i mean i think that's what was so powerful to me about re reading it is that it flows just like a song. I mean, it's it's poetry, right? It's a song. It's a song. And it and it flows like the songs in, in the canon. And it has some really solid theology. And mm -hmm. it it is it's beautiful. I understand why you thought of this. Mm -hmm. And like reading it, I was like. Yeah, and like I'm a chance, like I'm a chance fan. Like I've been listening to, I I was late to work the day this album came out because I couldn't hang till till midnight. But when I woke up in the morning, I listened to the whole album twice before I went to work. Oh, yeah, I was clerking at the time, um, <laughs> and like didn't care. And then we had Bible study that night, and so I spent the work day listening to the album, like. So in conclusion, uh, <laughs> we wish that we could play Blessings by a Chance the Rapper for you. Uh, we cannot do that because we do not have the money to pay for the royalties for that. <laughs> but um, turn to your Bibles and then afterwards listen to the song yes. and you will understand why it'll yes. be great. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Seriously. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yes. You good? I will not keep you any longer. Your alarm went off 45 minutes. 
let us have a benediction. <laughs> so whether you need to lament or praise, go. Live as free people. In your anger and in your joy. Keep the faith, baby. Under God was created by Jackie Newsom and Isaiah Lewis. Our music is by Broke for Free. What's wrong? Why do you have the angry face? Oh, no. Nope, I can't hear you. Wow. Oh, I've been preaching so long. I missed the chat. No! You can't hear me!